wasn't that a fun way to start the year football-wise. Manny Jones here. This is, again, the Furries and Football Podcast. I believe we're on number 19 now as our first one of the new year. Happy New Year to everyone who's tuned into the podcast. Thank you once again for tuning into the show podcast this uh, year. I am, of course, as always, joined by the one, the only Mr. Zeus. Pegasus is in the building. How we feeling, buddy? Oh, I'm better than I did over the weekend, but absolutely in good spirits. Had a great um, end of year with fam. Friends, like Jackbox, so pretty chill, awesome I, I, I love to hear it, buddy. Well, we got a big, big podcast for y'all to talk, to talk about uh, today. We're going to look at the college football playoff. It did not disappoint. Uh, the Florida State game against Georgia. Stephen A. Smith's ridiculous take about the role that happened earlier today. What happened in week 17? A preview of the final week of the season. We also got some controversy to debate about with the Lions and Cowboys game, but this should be a pretty darn fun show. I'm excited as always. Let us jump right into it. Zeus, how about those playoffs, man? Those games, I mean, I know the committee took a lot of shit for not bringing in Florida State, but I tell you what, those games were pretty darn good last night. Uh, two nights ago, man. My bad. We had a pretty darn good yeah, birthday. I, I absolutely agree. Um, and it, it's a begrudging agreement. Yeah. But I'm just glad that the matchups did not disappoint. And I do hope that this is the standard that we get for the playoffs going forward when we do expand to 12 teams. Same, same. Uh, the score from that one of these games, of course, 27-20. Michigan defeats Alabama in overtime. Washington beats Texas 37-31. Michael Penix Jr., you know, a lot of people are going crazy about Michael Penix Jr. And just from how he played, makes me wonder how many people actually watched Washington football because holy hell, they are acting like they've never watched him play. Dude was slinging that rock. Oh my God, dude. He was yeah, a beast. The short passes, the long passes. Um, he just did it all that um, yesterday. Well, not yesterday. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it feels like time here. It, it feels like it, Co- man. Yeah, a couple days ago, and yeah, uh, major credit to Washington. I mean, they were my hope to win the whole shebang, so it was a good game all around. Yeah. Tight in the half, they pulled away, defense stepped through, and yeah, they absolutely proved they belong, and given the Pac-12, wouldn't that be fitting? The Pac-12, a conference that's dying, is gonna might win a national championship. That'd be quite the story, it, and I hope it happens. Yeah, it it, it would be. It, it, it would be. Uh... It'll be a good game, though, Michigan and Michigan and uh, Washington. I'll tell you this. It's going to be a fun matchup. That offensive line for Washington is pretty darn good. And that defensive line for Michigan, so good. They got six sacks against uh, Alabama. But look, can, can I talk about what I think may be the worst play call of all time, I think, Zeus? Okay. Whoa, of all time? I do okay, tell. So... If you all, you all, if y'all that watched that playoff game, that game against Bama and Michigan, y'all know what I'm about to talk about. Uh, it is overtime, and Nick Saban and the Tide are at the Michigan three-yard line. Uh, Jalen Moore completes a pass to Jermaine Burton for 11 yards. It's fourth and goal. Right now, what do you, now? I, maybe it's just me being the competitive player in NCAA football 14 that I am. I'm in a league. I'm doing all this stuff. 
they call a quarterback draw on the three yard line. And it's not and and they and he just ran right up the middle. He just ran right up the middle. And it's like, what is what 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 are you doing? Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's called taking a bit too much confidence on probably not even the best player on your team or on the field. Keep, like it it was shocking. Keep in mind, he's got like he's I mean, Jalen Miller was hit Jalen Miller played decently, like, you know, sixteen for twenty-three. Um, definitely had a rough day against that Michigan defense. It was gonna be a defensive showdown for sure. But you got Jace McClellan back there. Do something cool with Jace McClellan. It's it's like freaking, it's like Seattle and New England. How do you not hand the ball <laughs> off to Mar? It's just like that. It's like you. Also, the snap. It was a bad snap too. It was a bad, so it didn't help that that was a, it was a low snap. He had to recover from that. He ran right in the line. Didn't try and do some run to the outside to get something. It was just a bad play call. I think even if the snap wasn't low, I like you do a QB draw. Um, I just yeah. don't like that call. I just don't like it. I, I, I think that was awful. I I do agree. I wouldn't really call it the worst call ever, but <laughs> yeah, it was in that moment, in that stage, like you, you figured Saban would come with something a bit better than that. It just seems like a pretty cowardly yeah. basic call. And you had the timeout, so you had a lot of time to discuss it. Well, I think you only get one timeout in overtime, so they already had already called that timeout. So, I mean, they did have all the time to discuss it, but it's like, Bro, like, come on. Nonetheless, because I think it's going to be a great championship matchup. And we got to circle back, though, to one thing we talked about last, talking about Florida State, if they somehow beat Georgia, and then they should claim a natty. Well, uh, <laughs> that did not happen as Carson. <laughs> Complete failure. But 35 to 3 in the second quarter. Final score Georgia 63, Florida State now this does make me wonder all right like i know florida state had a lot of opt-outs and a lot of guys entered the portal or opted out and i want to ask you because me and my buddy uh rejected ronan uh we talked about this in a discord call once we were just like i don't i don't like this a lot but he, and he was agreeing with me on this that like the NCAA should do something about like the tr guys leaving the like leaving before the bowl the season ends in the trans like before the bowl game to enter the transfer portal. Um, and he was talking about the bowl opt-outs. He was saying like maybe the NCAA should do something about it. And you know what? Like I kind of agree because it's like look at how bad this game was because of all the opt-outs. Like yeah, I, I agree, and we were definitely robbed of something good, but then it just brings into the dilemma. Like, do you care about the image of the school and the brand you're promoting, or do you care about the autonomy of the players Yeah, and making the best decision for themselves Yeah, and needing that extra time to go out and um, find a new landing spot or prep for the NFL? See, I don't... I, I understand that, but, you know, from someone that's, like, played athletics, my dad, you know, my, my and, and this is something that I've heard a lot, but my dad always said, you know, hey, finish, finish what you started, you know. And Agreed. Finish what you started, and, like, I'll say this, too. Bo Nix did not have to play in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl against Liberty. He did. He threw five tugs as Oregon won 45-6. He did not have to play. Neither did uh, Bucky Irving. Or any of those guys on that Oregon squad. They, they, they did not have to play at all. But Bo Nix played his final game. And he's furthered his case. Dare I say. As a quarterback for next year's draft. 
I understand not wanting like the risk of getting injured is a big deal, but yeah. it's like bowl a bowl game is still a bowl game. I think you know, like, and I while I understand not wanting to do that, it's like I this is how I say you do it. If you don't want to play the bowl game, you can opt out. But if you're gonna enter the portal, they should make a thing, and this is just me. They should make a thing in which you can enter the you can say you're entering the portal, but you still have to suit up for that final game. Because there was a case uh, earlier in this bowl season, Zeus. Western Kentucky had a quarterback on their roster, Veltkamp, uh, Caden Veltkamp. He actually entered the transfer portal before that game. But you know what he did? He still suited up to play. And guess what happened? Caden yeah. Veltkamp led one of the greatest comebacks of all time in a bowl game and still suited up and led Western Kentucky to a big bull win over over freaking uh, over Old, Old Dominion. Dominion. So it's like, and in fact, now he's actually returning to Western Kentucky. He, he, he was in the transfer portal. He still suited up and he balled out and said, you know what? I'm going to stay with the guys. And it's like, you know, I always say, though, there's no I in team. And it's like, don't leave your team behind because, uh, you wanna? You may or may not even get fucking drafted too. Uh, but yeah, that's just how I see it, man. I think it's like, and I actually, I, I do agree with you. I think if you're going for the NFL, I totally get it. A lot more money in the line, bigger yeah. career. But yeah, that's not a destination for a lot of people. Yeah, not a lot of college players have that opportunity or want to go to the NFL because you know they have no shot. Yeah. So, um, if you're just gonna a floor with the portal the portal should not open honestly until probably like i don't know mid-january or february i don't know yeah but I, just give teams time to really think about the decisions instead of just bolting the first minute they get because that's just yeah that, that that's something that doesn't even happen in professional sports like there's trade deadlines there's rules in place yeah. to prevent players from just jumping ship um and immediately coming on yeah so. and i know in like the nba for example you can demand a trade but they don't have to trade you. They oh, don't yeah. have to trade you. I know that. So it's just like, bro, it's one of those things where it's like, I just wish I just wish we wouldn't have, you know, a game like the Orange Bowl, where there's been many, many, many great moments in in the Orange Bowl. Like, there, there's so many games, there's so many moments you can think of that have just happened in the Orange Bowl. Like, it, it's just like, Come on, like there's so many great moments, and it's a great bowl game, and you just sit, you just let, like you get your team get blown out like that. It's just not cool. Speaking of bowl yeah, games, but you can blame that a lot on the college football playoff. Like no, ever yeah. since we got that, it's like, oh, it's a, it's meaningless now. We're not playing for a national. Yeah. What are we playing for? I think that's ridiculous. Like, cause bowl games are important. Bowl games are there's important. Bo- Players you, want to play for trophies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should make more tournaments or something. Maybe we know. should have more edible mascots like they had in the Pop Tarts Bowl, where we could just the players could just <laughs> devour the mascot like it's a zombie apocalypse. You know, I would like that. I would, I, I, I would like that. I would like that a fuck ton. Um, but like, I think you know, maybe it's just the old school me, but like, still going to a bowl game, no matter what it is, is still just as valuable. It's still you, you. That game is nationally televised, Zeus, and you get more exposure than you probably would have. Look at people that were, like, creaming their pants watching freaking Michael Penix Jr. chuck that football 
And I, be, I bet you right now, so many people have not seen that motherfucker throw that football because it's a West Coast team and everyone's asleep when the impact of the dark, you know? So it's like, bro, this guy can play. And they're seeing it because, dude, he's playing, man. Speaking of the bowl yeah. games, though, you want to hear the worst take of all time, Zeus, and we'll jump oh, in after this. Okay. Give it to me. The Rose Bowl. One of the best venues in all of sports. Zeus, it is a dream of mine. I'll tell you this right now. Uh, there's a couple of games that I want to go to in my life. I want to go to an Army-Navy game. I want to go to a bowl game. Particularly, I want to go to the Rose Bowl. I, it's a dream the, venue. Yeah. The Rose Bowl is such a beautiful venue. Stephen A. Smith thinks you should move. they should move the Rose Bowl to SoFi Stadium. Oh, bro. <laughs> this guy stinks. Dude, dude, the worst take ever. And here's the best part, Zeus. You, don't, you want to know what his reasoning was? Are, are you freaking, are you freaking ready for this, dude? I don't know if I am, but give it Okay, to me. he complained about traffic, which you've been to Dolphins games, dude. Every, <laughs> every, oh. <laughs> everybody, every place has the occasional traffic issue, right? Yeah. He then Yeah, it's it's nightmarish to get out of there, but there's ways to go around it and cope, but Yeah. What do you do, man? And then that's a that's yeah. not a game issue, that's yeah. just a city venue issue. And and so me and, it's not going to be any better in SoFi, honestly. Yeah. And me, and we and me and a buddy looked at the parking for the fucking stadium. There's okay parking. There's act there's decent parking in Pasadena. Maybe not perfect, but there's parking and Here's the worst part of it too, like when because because Shannon Sharp, Marcus Spears, and Mad Dog Russo all made fun of him because of course they did because that's a terrible take. Stephen A. then says, and I quote, "This is a spectacular stadium, and all I'm trying to say is you've got a hundred thousand people showing up. Literally, you get off the highway, so traffic is backed up for miles trying to get off the exit, then get there sooner." It's only one lane and 100,000 people. I mean, damn, it's difficult to get to the damn game. I swear to you, and this is bougie, I swear to you, if I could have, I'd have took a helicopter there. If they'd have let me, I'd have took a helicopter there. How fucking out of touch do you sound right about now? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Stephen A., you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, you... You're funny a lot of times, but other times I'm not sure if that's really the way you feel or the way you're scripted to say it on TV. But goodness, you know, come on, man. You know, I'm gonna emulate Stephen A. And I mean, with a take like that, I think it's very clear he needs to stay off the weed. <laughs> it's very, very clear. I have to say that. I mean, come I agree. On man, like that is terrible. Nonetheless. We have the national championship game on the 8th of January. Next Monday, it should be a blast. I think it's time we jump right into the NFL. And um, Zeus, what the hell are the Pittsburgh Steelers? The standard is the standard. You gotta go to shelter, Paul. So explain this to me. We, go, we play like ass most of the year on offense. We have two games with Mason Rudolph, and he gives us 30 points in two straight games? Why? What the fuck is happening with this team? Two weeks uh, in a row. Maybe, 
maybe Dude. maybe they clicked, but I kind of also think um, a lot of teams don't have tape on these guys. Cause you see the rise of the backups this year. Yeah, we're seeing how they look for the first couple yeah. weeks. So we have you know Danny DeVito, Tommy, not Danny DeVito, I'm sorry, Tommy. Tommy, no, you good, you good. Played them. You good, you good. Tommy and um, yeah, even even the stash. Um, yes. Yeah, our favorite stash player, hey, the, the Gardner cards. Minshew, baby. Minch. Yeah, I love Minshew. He's great. Dude, same. It's, been, it's been a year of the backup quarterbacks, and yeah, you just you just see it. And I think right now with Mason Rudolph, um, teams, it's just too late in the season to really adjust it. Well, and I don't know. Like, to me, I'm not trying to downplay. Yeah, of course. You're fine. You're fine. But I'm just saying that that's, that's a factor that's got to be considered. You know, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And it's, and you know, he didn't like, he, he didn't throw a, a touchdown or anything like that, but like his passer rating compared to like, to care to Kenny Pickett. And this is not me saying they should just get rid of Kenny. If Kenny is going to be your long-term guy, then, you know, so, so be it. You know, I, I like, I like me. I genuinely like Mason Rudolph. The thing is, is just that I've having watched the film of him. We're not seeing throws that a typical backup make. Like he is, throwing it up there like Ben Roethlisberger used to. It's so weird. It's like he is throwing it, like chucking it like Big Ben used to. And it's like, what is happening? Also, this run game, Najee Harris is destroying people, sending their ass to the motherfucking shadow realm. I (laughs) love it. He is freaking stiff arming people. Like I go through Gabagool. It's 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 crazy watching him run and it's just give give this man the god dang rock and give him a better offensive line and you'd have shallow football. So bro, I don't understand this team. What's up? Yeah, but overall, like how does performance like that make you feel even though the playoffs are still eh, Uh, unlikely, but we'll see. You know, it makes me feel optimistic, and it I, I do think there's going to be a QB controversy now because, you know, Kenny Pickett is, like, he does he make mistakes? He's not made many this year. Like, there's one kind of thing about Kenny Pickett is that he has not made many mistakes if you look at his game log. The problem is, though, I think it's just that people look at it, it's like, dude's only thrown six touchdowns this year, and people see that. Like, it, does he does he does he not make many mistakes? Absolutely. But I think the people look at it, it's like you're not scoring. You're not scoring. Part of that could be schematics. Part of that could be him. I think it's going to be an interesting situation. Just to show you what's going on right now, for this final game against the Ravens, they are rocking Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett is QB2. Uh, the Ravens are not starting Lamar for this game either. So... Battle of the backups. It's gonna be Tyler Huntley and Mason Rudolph. And dare I say, even if even if say they, they stick they stick with Kenny Pickett, even if they do that, dare I say, like we could have a QB battle in the offseason between these two guys. Like, do you go with Mason? Do you go with Kenny Pickett? It, it it's gonna be to see how this goes out. I am just blown away that they have scored 30 points in two straight games with Mason Rudolph, who the Steeler fan base hated. They wanted this man ran out of town because he had two iffy games against the Browns and the Ravens back when Big Ben was hurt in 2019. I personally 
would like to see them chop like to see a, a nice QB battle. See what they see what they do with this situation because it's gonna you could go with either option. You it could be to see what they could do. But uh, for right now, are they gonna really fucking get in the playoffs? Go. Why is it that Mike Tomlin, whenever he has his 500 record on the goddamn line, this team pulls some wicked shit out of its ass, <laughs> and they just do sh I don't know. Uh, it seems like an almost a demonic paddock, honestly. I don't, like, what no is, matter what, what happens. What deal with some succubus is Mike Tomlin making to ensure <laughs> this? I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, I'm happy with that win for the Steelers, even though it's... I don't understand it. Zeus, uh, you're Dolphins, though, man. Not it's the best of time. Sweet. Not the best of time for the Dolphins, though. Oh, boy. My fins. Let's uh, talk. Um... Yeah, let's it's 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 certainly a big coping uh, mm -hmm. need for the past couple days because yeah, um, while the Finns did go three and two in December, a monumental difference than going zero and five this time last year huh? with similar competition. Yeah, um, it just doesn't feel the same. Um, it's it's just um, it it's it, we're at a crossroads. It's a scary crossroads to be at because now with performance like that and not showing up against the best of the league has to offer mm -hmm. and granted the ravens are the best in the league no doubt but i do think that if we're healthy and we have another shot then we could beat them but still it's it, it's just very disheartening that there's there's fans already turning on the coach already you know, just all one the, game? All, yeah like all the, all the fears that well they just didn't look prepared and they just let the easiest things slip by them and we have all the talent in the world. We're just like we just make some boneheaded mistakes and calls. Tua had one of his worst games last mm. week, um, throwing in triple coverage twice, ruining momentum, running. Alex, my buddy had a little bit of on a fourth and thirteen that nearly got him injured. So um, yeah, the case of the hero ball within him, and I, I I respect you, man, but you gotta know who you are. And yeah, you can't be risking your neck out there, especially when the game's already over. There's no need. Just throw the ball away. Um, live to see them, they're down, but I, I think the reason why people are starting to turn on McDaniel a little bit, or actually, a little bit a lot, like it's right now 50 50, is because of the way he's handled, um, uh, as garbage time, he's getting players hurt. Like Jalen Phillips should have been there when he got hurt, mm -hmm. Chubb now is hurt for the season, ACL, ACL, yeah, and he shouldn't have been in there, so um, and Tua shouldn't have been there, like the game was already over already, like in the fourth quarter, just. Let your backups play. You got you got a way bigger game this week. So I I I'm just flabbergasted. I'm I don't understand why he decided to keep the starters in there. The fans either. I mean, talking heads, even in the Finns community, are starting to question his leadership. And I don't know what his leadership is right now. Um well and, and also his 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 lack of ability to adapt. Mm -hmm. Give McDaniel time. And he will out-scheme you for sure, but when it comes to in-game, things not going well. Um, we, you know, we do things like abandon the run, we commit penalties at the worst time. Um, Tyreek, uh, for some reason, dropping passes in the end zone like that. It, 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 it was just one of those weeks where the only thing that's giving me hope is the fact that this team has not lost two in a row in a while. Not since last December, not last year's collapse in December. So. That's the only thing that's keeping me afloat because right now, um, <laughs> I haven't been more um, 
I have not been more uncertain or scared uh, for the team right now. Uncer- why are you Since... uncertain? Why are you uncertain, buddy? I'm just uncertain because, um, I mean, we're, we're I think we're in a championship window right now. Like we we've done we've made moves. We we've added players and support to go almost all in. Uh-huh. Um, in this window we have because Tyreek's contract, and then we got to pay Tua. So, um, the time is nigh to make a deep playoff run and get us over the edge next year. So, if if we just collapse again, if we're we lose to the Bills, we now be the 15th straight year where we haven't won the division, mm-hmm. and then won it in the playoffs maybe because I don't see us winning at Kansas City as bad as Kansas City has played. Yeah, um, it's just shaken. I'm shaken. I'm worried. I don't know who to trust in this team right now. I don't know who's going to step up. I yeah. thought it'd be the offense. Could be. I thought it'd be the elite defense that regressed upon playing the Ravens. I, I just don't know. And the Bills are red hot. Yeah, they had two close games against bad teams, but that the only reason why they're doing that is because they're looking forward to it. They want to assert themselves that they're still kings of the East. And it's been a lot of chirping, and it's been a lot of uncertainty that can the Dolphins finish off year strong? And uh, as banged up as we are, I just don't see it. So it, it was it was not just a humbling game. It was not just a game where it was like, all right, the better team showed up today. We'll get them next time. It's like, oh, my gosh. Are we just not a good team anymore? Are we just too banged up? Mm. I don't know. I am extremely uncertain. I And I, I've, I've like, and dealing with my dad is, like, extremely negative as well. And yeah. Just other people too, just dogpiling. Um, it's 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 been a struggle shutting out all the noise because this is now the biggest game of the year uh, for both for both teams. The Bills are desperate because their championship window is going to be much harder next year when they have to pay players not to leave. Oh yeah, and Miami, we're we're getting to that point too, and we have to win this division. This is, <sighs> I know I said must wins before, yeah, but this is like the most must wins of must wins. Yeah, we have to win. We're the freaking two seed if we win this game. Now. So we'll, we'll get to a full preview yeah, in a we'll bit, but right now with the Ravens recap, it's a, ugh. Yeah. I, I don't feel good, man. I don't feel good at all. Yeah. We, I had the game. score update from that game going on in my live stream at the time, my friend, and I saw like, this is not looking good. And then I just did it. It just kept progressively just getting worse and worse. Yeah. I, I hope the best for your fans, man. I'm, I'm not saying boat, bait, boat, man, where I think like, I think the Ravens have just gotten hot. I think the Ravens just gotten really goddamn good, and I just think they caught you guys, man. Uh, but yeah, you got it, it. Makes me think of last season. It made me think of this when it comes to the Dolphins. To the this, you didn't speak the Stars, man. You made me think of um, Brandon Staley. We've talked a little bit on this podcast a lot. Uh, two years ago, did not sit the starters. Um, well, last year rather, did not sit the starters against in a in a in a non in a non game that didn't matter against the Broncos. Got a couple yeah. of their guys hurt. And then they go to Jacksonville and collapse. So I, I get, I get that. I think, I mean, yes, one game does suck, but I think overall, season wise, like it's not been that bad. I don't think we everyone should panic just yet. Uh, but dude, but we're, can, we're, we're, we're we're just really banged up. Yeah. It's just losing key starters. I know everyone deals with injuries, but it's the timing of this. The timing, yes, exactly. I agree with you. I and agree with you. I don't know, like, prove it to me, like hard knocks. Like, it's just a bunch of narratives that I just fear will come true. Like, everyone's calling this team soft. We're not physical. You know, we can't finish games. We don't have the poke. We, we don't have the football mentality um, to close off big opponents. We just fold when things get tough. But it's like, that's that's so close to being outright true. 
Mm-hmm. And I hope to whatever deity out there that it does not happen. Like, ugh. But yeah, yeah that's man. my spiel. No. I, we'll, I, we'll get to the Bills game preview in a bit, but just... I get I you. I, I get you. I get you. Um, So let's talk about the rest of the NFL. And boy, oh boy. we The big one that I want to talk about with you, Zeus, is perhaps one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. Now... I didn't watch this game live, but this was all over Twitter. So let me see it for you, Zeus. It is the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys in Jared World. Uh, Jared Goff goes to Amon Ross St. Brown with 23 seconds left. Now, you have, you're down by one. Dan yeah. Campbell is a guy that has big nuts, and he decides to go for it and go for two. So what ends up happening, they converted on this great touchdown pass to Taylor Decker, an offensive lineman. But then... Brad Allen announces that, who is the referee for this game, announced that Decker did not report as eligible. However, okay, here's the thing, though. There is video that shows Decker giving a hand motion to Brad Allen that he is eligible, and he looks over and then says something to the Cowboys. It's very clear he got it wrong. Allen, however, in a pool interview, legit gets this call. He legit says that um, that uh, the other player reported as eligible. That he claims that the other person, number 70, uh, Skipper, who is the other defensive line, offensive lineman, he claims that 70 reported to him as eligible. Now, he then lines up in the tackle position, which, technically speaking, because of his way he interpreted it, he would have been, well, called for illegal formation. Now, here's what the NFL did, Zeus, because like everyone's like, dude, this, this penalty is bad. This is a bad call. Objectively, Decker reports in as eligible, right? Right. Here's the thing. The NFL is taking a hit, is blaming the Lions, because if you watch the film of this play, uh, Skipper and another lineman, Penay Sewell, they come up to the, to the referee as well in an attempt to confuse the, like, the Cowboys of who's going to be eligible. And that's illegal? Well, they, well, well, well the Lions, so this is what the Lions, the Lions are claiming that, that they, that, that, that it wasn't, that it wasn't the referee's fault that they actually did a video that shows that he needs to alert that the, that the lineman has to be clear to alert the referee of their intentions. But if you watch the video, Decker is doing a motion. Again, it's like wiping your chest. That is a universal sign in football that you are an eligible receiver. It is very, very clear that he reports. And the NFL is hilarious. And he legit says, and I, this is what the NFL legit said. It is the responsibility of the player to be sure that the change in status is clearly communicated to the referee about the physical signal. He did that. He he did that. Yeah, they're just covering up the refs because Thank you. the NFL ref- refuses refuses to put the refs um in harm's way. Um, yeah. which is ridiculous because I'm sure other sports absolutely um roast their refs and Dude. correct them, but the- the NFL, for some reason, they just have a hyper fixation like, to keep the reps protected. I just, I just like, 
the only sad thing is too, and, and we'll get to the rest of these games. Nothing's gonna be done about the Zeus. Like legit, nope. nothing would ever be done unless a call was just so bad, so egregiously bad that people just say, you know what? I'm not gonna watch it. There are people every week that see that and go, NFL is rigged. It's not, I don't believe it's rigged, but these calls make it feel like it's rigged. Like, yeah, the just, officiating it, it, it is awful. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it has been consistently awful. And for everyone's fearing what's going to be the call in the playoffs that really pisses people off. Like, are we going to get, um, what was it, uh, Saints Vikings again? Sa or, Saints no, Rams, Saints Rams. And, Saints Rams. Or, or we get again. that holding call in the Super Bowl last year, which it was holding, but it was so, eh, that, like, come on, come on. Like, so that that's a thing, though. Cowboys, I will say, though, too, despite that bad call, Lions had a chance to take the lead. They take the field goal in the second quarter instead of going for it on fourth and, fourth and goal. They win this game, but still, like you could both say, like they could have, they should have done a different decision, and that call was terrible. Other games that happened this week: the Cardinals upset the Eagles, thirty-five to thirty-one, and Eagles' playoff path looks very shaky right about now. Saints, the Saints beat the Bucks. That that prevents the fucking Bucks puts in the puts in the NFC North. Niners clinched yeah. the top team in the NFC. But dude, what is going on, man? What is going on, man? Um, just last minute chaos. Some teams um drop getting their stinkers out of the way. That's what I think happens with the Bucks. Because their next game is against the Panthers. Um, I think in Carolina. And yeah, it's a division game, but like, come on. They're still in a win-in situation. Maybe they yeah. just I don't know, decided to take a week off and just couldn't they just couldn't do it. But um you could have if they would have clinched, they would have rested their starters right now. Yeah. They have to worry. So now they're in a, now in a position where you got to trot your starters out there, risk injury, um, and your your bid to upset probably the Eagles at this point is probably lessened. Yeah, man. Uh, Chiefs do win the NFC the AFC West. They beat the Bengals twenty five seventeen. Raiders lose a close one to the Colts twenty three twenty. Uh, the Packers are found themselves in a good spot. Uh, four touchdowns uh, from Jordan Love, three on the skies, one on the ground. Is made a 33 to 10 win over the Vikings. Speaking of the Panthers, though, can I have we talked about David Tepper in a while? Uh, Zeus, oh my god, it's been a bit. David Tepper, the coach, yeah. David Tepper, fuck this guy, by the way. Did you he, he got fined, Zeus, $200,000 by the NFL? Fine for what? He chucked a drink on Jaguars fans, bro. He he chucked a. There's a video of him. Actually, sorry, I'm wrong. It's three hundred thousand dollars. They gave him a slap on the wrist, and you're throwing drinks on people. David Tepper. I'm curious now. <laughs> Dude, he threw a drink. Like, yes, three hundred thousand dollars. A lot of money. This guy is worth twenty billion dollars. Yeah, it's nothing. Tell him to not go to the game. Like, straight up, tell him, don't go. You are in. Like, I understand. I know that freaking Patrick Mahomes' wife did that during the Bill when they beat the Bills in the OT in the playoffs a couple years ago. And that's not cool either. You're Patrick Mahomes' wife. You have a image. You are an owner of an NFL team. You own a team, and all the league does yeah, here's three dollars dollars, get pissed, get money. Like, what the, what the I I I I 
I, I am blown away that, like, this guy is an owner and quickly he is just capital one asshole. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. How does it compare to uh, the Snyder? <laughs> I mean, yeah, not that's... not much yet, but he's getting in that category. He oh, is. Oh, um, no. He is, start, he is quickly in that category. Other stuff, of course, Joe Flacco. It's the Browns clinch an unlikely spot in the playoffs. They win 37-20. Joe Flacco looking like a damn freak of nature. Though, next week, where the NFL season all wraps up. Steelers and the Ravens. I mentioned earlier, Zeus, that they are not starting Lamar Jackson. They'll be starting Tyler Huntley. But Brad Allen is the fucking referee for this fucking game. <laughs> like, are you shitting me, bro? You, this guy may, bumbles <laughs> a call on national TV and be like, oh, we're just not going to let him go in the playoffs. This guy is turning into football's freaking Angel Hernandez. He's turning into freaking Angel Hernandez, and I hate that. Um... Pittsburgh is a four-point favorite, ironically. Um, we'll talk about uh, playoff hopes in a second, but right now, Zeus, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for some magic. We'll see what happens. Uh, you guys, your Dolphins, though, they have game a big matchup. Big game. Again. Again. <laughs> you got the Bills. Talk about it, Zeus. Oh, boy. So the Bills come straying into town after almost laying an egg um, in L.A. and then also... Barely beaten the Patriots. That who gave true. you what? Five turnovers? Six turnovers? Ooh. Ooh. So that's like the only thing. Like they barely beat a they barely beat bad teams. A team such as Giftrath wins for them. So I'm just wondering, okay, are the Bills as scary as they think? How much how worried should I be? Because right now I'm very worried. Um the Bills have everything to play for, obviously. They're 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 also in still desperation mode because if the Stillers and the Jaguars Win. Mm -hmm. The Bills are out. They lose really? this game. They are out of the playoffs. So, I mean, granted, I'm not. I think both teams are highly motivated to win this game, and the Dolphins are at home, which is always a factor because we have played better at home this mm -hmm. year. But even with all the advantages, um, these injuries scare me to death. If we cannot pressure Josh Allen, we don't have a pass rush right now, mm -hmm. um, and we don't have a backup plan in place. Um, and plus our secondary, we have fucking Eli Apple who can't cover. <laughs> he can't cover a uh, number two receivers. He can't cover anybody. He just gets burnt. Like I, I kid you not. There's there's a couple plays that he just watches the inside of the field, lets uh Ravens wide receiver run wide open behind him, and I, I don't get it. Like Fangio, man. Like this, you're you're supposed to prep your backups just in case, and he just looks completely unprepared. So. Eli Apple. Eli Apple Ugh. or Cam Smith needs to step it up. Like, we need changes. We need answers because is is Cam um, Smith we, that white cornerback? He's our rookie cornerback. Yeah. Oh we Oh my God, they exist. Oh wait, never mind. He's not. He's not. There's this cornerback I know that is a white cornerback for your team, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. They, they exist. Wait, wait. White cornerbacks exist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a recurring joke in my football circles. Yeah, there. I hear you. So right now the Bills and the Dolphins. The Dolphins, um, they have the talent to compete with the Bills. Mm -hmm. They can absolutely beat the Bills. We can shut them down, just like the other quote unquote bad teams have shut them down. It's just can we minimize our mistakes? Can we play a smart football? Because I swear, like, we just find weird ways to lose every week. Uh not every week, every time we we've lost. Like Tua throwing the interception when he could have let it go down to the two minute warning. Yep. Just try and cheat the system and get a Bills 
a disciplined build on a disciplined Ravens defense off guard. So boneheaded, so dumb. And they have to get back to basics. You got to establish a run. You got to be physical. You need these long ass drives. Keep your defense fresh because that defense needs to be as fresh as it can to contain Josh Allen and make him make mistakes. Agreed. Because he's so prone to make mistakes. But he always plays well as again in Miami. Like right now, the, the, the Dolphins are like one in five against the Bills, as with two of the starters. So it's, um, it is supremely scary. And I, I, I hope that, um, they spent this week hyper focused, knowing this is the most important game of not just this year. It's the most important game since like the start of the millennium, mm-hmm. like that long. Like we, we win this game. We have two home playoff games at least, and a likelihood of hosting a third if the Browns, if things work out, my dream scenario, Browns go to Baltimore, beat them, and then we have Browns at Miami for the championship. Mm. We could do that. We can, we can absolutely make a run, but yeah. we have to win this game. Gotta win it. We don't win this game. That's three road playoff games, and the team's gonna be absolutely deflated because you let a division title. You should have won. Flip. They should have beat the Titans. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't want this to be a season of regret. Like mm. you had the Bills right where you want them, right that. at the end of the championship window. Finish them, fucking finish them like Mortal Kombat. Do it now. Oh, I agree. Or, like, dude, I kid you not. Like, I'm probably not going to watch this. I'm You're I'm, too I'm anxious. Streaming. Yeah, I'm that anxious. Like, I'm not. Like, I already. I'm. I'm kind of mad at my dad. <laughs> I get for that the negativity. So it's, it's just like, okay, this is such a critical game. It's so big. It's gonna be so stressful. I'm not even gonna bother. Like. You can watch at home. I'm gonna go stream. I'm gonna be streaming, like oh, yeah? kind of keeping a tab on the score. Um, and hopefully I come back to some glory because right now I'm beyond nervous for this game. I I don't I don't fault you. I would be too. That's why that's what happened when they made the playoff twenty twenty one, my Steelers. And I was like, I'm just not gonna straight up watch. I don't I don't this team sucks. They're not gonna I'm not gonna make it, man. Um so let's hope for the best for your fins. Uh other games next week. Now I want to ask you real quick, um, just really quickly. Do you have any any teams that can clinch uh, next week? Yeah, for playoff picture. Yes. Um, it, yep. So right now it's Colts and Texans. The winner will get in. Um, if they tie, it's a chance they both be will be taken out because then Pittsburgh with a win would jump both of them. Okay. Um, and they would both be knocked out with a Buffalo Bills win because Miami obviously would take the six slot. They would. Yeah. So. Right now, um, it's easy for the Colts and Texans when you're in. The Bills, when you're in, lose. Um, like I said, uh, Jacksonville and Steelers will knock them out if they both win. Mm-hmm. And for the Steelers, um, they have to have Buffalo lose. So either Buffalo lose or the Jaguars lose. Yeah, either Buffalo lose or the Jaguars lose, and then they can sneak in. Okay, cool, cool. Interesting, so interesting. That's, that's the AFC. For the NFC, it's... A bit more straightforward again. So, Green Bay is winning in. Seattle needs Green Bay to lose. Um, the Saints' best chance to get in is with a Buccaneers loss. Um, and for the Vikings, they still have an outside shot to get in, but the Vikings need the Saints, the Bucks, and either the Packers or Seahawks to lose, and then they'll be in. So, hmm. um, it's a long road ahead for some of these teams, but anything can happen this final week, man. That's right. That's right. And considering just all the scenarios we have, some of these teams that might have been, you know, left for dead have uh, come back from the brink to make things interesting, you know? So that's right. It's uh, 
Gonna be fun to see. Some games to look forward to, of course. Uh, so you mentioned Dolphins, Bills, Steelers, and Ravens. Uh, Jacksonville's got Titans. Jacksonville's got the Titans in there. Plus, to try and make the playoffs. Browns and Bengals. We'll do that at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. Falcons, Saints, Bucks, and Panthers battle for the NFC South. Uh, in that, we'll see who gets that division right then and there. Packers take on the Bears, who are seven and nine, but of course, with the Panthers being terrible, they have clinched number one pick in next year's draft. So, pretty interesting yeah, stuff. They're frisky. I think they want to beat the Packers and basically beat the Lions from last year, knock them out. Hey, hey I, I, I wouldn't fault them. You go into the you go into the year with momentum. Might, might as well. You got number one pick next year. Might as well. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Seattle, and the Cardinals. Seattle's trying to fight to their playoff spot. They got the Cardinals. and But tell you what, could be a wild, wild week of football. Let's jump real quick right into our picks, shall we? Zeus, do it. it was an interesting week for sure. Zeus, I believe you are at 500. Now you picked the Patriots game. Patriots-Bills uh, game correctly, the Niners-Commanders game correctly, and the only one you didn't get right was the Bengals one, so there you go. Close. You were close. You were very close. Uh, so you, my friend, are now 25 and 25. You have... Uh, <laughs> you got there, buddy! You got I did. there! You got there, buddy! Uh, now all I gotta do is go two and one, and then I'll finish above five hundred. Let's go, man. Uh, me on the other hand, not too good. Pick the Bucks to win against the Saints did not happen. Of course, Lions against the Cowboys. Screw you, Brad Allen. Uh, and the Broncos and Chargers. I was that was the only one I picked right. They had a back. They had Jared Stidham at QB, and I picked that one wait, right. Wait, wait, wait. What? I'm gonna have to pause you right here. Wait, did um, I get that wrong? Did I get it wrong? Lions? Uh, the Lions did cover against the Cowboys, right? Let me check the score again. It was twenty. It was twenty to nineteen. Was the final score? I'm pretty sure I didn't cover. Yes, they did cover because Wait, they did? the Cowboys were the the Cowboys were the favorite. So I covered by that. Yeah, because all the Lions had to do was keep it within six points. That's the whole point. Oh, in that case, yeah. Let's go! Time out. Like, hold on. I might. I, I listen, man. I'm a very easily confused Derg over here. I get. I get very easily confused over here. Uh, Bucks. Upon further review, Zeus clears Manny with another win. <laughs> a fun for, thank you, good calls you. So instead of that, boys, I go to 21, 25 and three. <laughs> what a record! What a record! I this. I want to look up the winning percentage of this record before we go anywhere, man. Before we go off the air. Actually, I'll do it after the show. Never mind. Zeus, what's your first pick, buddy? All right. So we're going to our final games here. Yes. Some of them are quite meaningless, but some are not. So I'm looking right now. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that Texans Colts line is pretty juicy. But who do I trust more? Mm. Strat is back and healthy. Colts are at home playing for their lives. Mm. Mm. Houston, the minus one. I I don't know. I think this could be the year. Um, both it's good. It's like outside of Bills Dolphins, like this is gonna be the, one of the most interesting of the week. Yeah. So I think, I think the Texans could do it. We're you think so? Have Coach of the Year nomination as the Texans. Um, they're only favored by one, but I think if anyone's gonna win, it's gonna be by two or three. So. I feel pretty confident, even on the road, they can take down those Colts and secure a spot in the playoffs, maybe the division, if the Jaguars slip up. 
Historically, I know that the Texans have not done too good at Lucas Oil or Indianapolis, but I like CJ Stroud. He's definitely changed the mold of like, oh, the Ohio State quarterbacks are all going to suck. I'm going to go to a guy who I think should be hired as the head coach right now. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, They are the favorites to take down the Broncos who are riding with Jarrett Stidham. I I got the win in that matchup, Zeus, but I don't know about Stidham in this game. You think of us when we're team, Raiders have been playing very good football with Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach. I like this guy. Mark Davis needs to get the interim tag off of him. And he needs to be the permanent head coach. I pick the the Raiders to get some wins over the Broncos in their final game of the year. Hmm. Mm. You yeah, sound like Raiders you're doubting me, buddy. You uh, doubting? Oh, the, the oh. Bron- I, mm, mm-hmm. I only I only kind of say this because the Broncos. Sure. The, he might, might he might want to make a point like Sean Payton with uh with Russell Wilson out the door. That's right. Maybe Sidham just goes off. But the Maybe. Raiders are a rising team. They have their coach. Yeah. They need some more pieces there. So I like That's that. I like this team. I like this team. I think if they got the right guy, they ha- they, they, they they messed up hiring Josh McDaniels. So it's one of those things where it's like, if they had a better coach, that they'd be looking much better by this point in time. So let's jump yeah, in. What you, got, what you got next, buddy? What you got next? I'm looking at that Rams 49ers game right now. And the Rams are, uh, the 49ers are favored by three and a half. 49ers are going to be resting starters. The Rams also have nothing to play for, so that's just a sort of game where it can go either way. So I need to find games where it still matters. Mm-hmm. So that's why instead of going to a game where it doesn't really benefit or side to win or lose, I might want to go with the Eagles-Giants here. Mm-hmm. I'm already sound alarm. The Eagles are downright forward. I told you when they beat Miami, when they beat Miami with the, the such the home fixing, man. 10 points to nothing now. Ugh. They're looking they weird, man. I'm looking weird, man. The Giants gave him hell in Philly, and now the Giants are at home with nothing to play for except um, to really much guarantee the Eagles won't win the East. Mm-hmm. So even though the Eagles will probably maybe squeak this one out, um, five points is a bit too much. I think the Giants are either outright going to win or they're going to keep. We're going to make another heart attack for the Eagles fans here. So I'm sorry, but I have no faith in the Eagles right now. Um. I think they they could be just like the Chiefs. They could easily be one down the playoffs if they have the right matchup coming away. So game with the Giants to finish off strong this year, as they can keep it within five points. Yeah, I don't know about the Eagles, honestly. I I just don't know what's going on with them, man. They had the number one Their seed. Their fans are so livid right now. I don't blame them. You your team has the number one seed locked up, and you just start playing like ass salad. Not good. Yeah, uh, you're ten and one, and now you're eleven and five, dude. Jeebus. That is just that. It's just been rough for Philly fans. I am gonna go to my next pick up. I'm gonna go. Shoot, I mean, there's a there's a lot to look at here. I am gonna go back to the NFC South. Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield, stunt on these hoes that we have. Red- Beat the shit Red- out of them, motherfuckers. And That's just right. get, time, baby. get that win, cause fuck David Tepper for throwing <laughs> water on fans. You should be, you should lose your NFL team. I'm saying this right now. You should not be allowed to go in again. The fact that the NFL is gonna tolerate your ass, fuck you, lose your team, stunt on these hoes, Baker in the box. 
Get in the box. <laughs> hey, hey, Tampa Bay. What you got next, buddy? Oh, my goodness. I know I said I wasn't going to do this. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? I was burned. Um, well, it wasn't burned the last time. My fins came through with me. But I'm, like I said, I have to I have to bet on the games that matter. Because a lot of these games, it's just so hard to predict. So in the games that matter, in the game that matters most since 2000 for Miami, Buffalo's favored by three, as they rightfully should be, because, my goodness, we're injured to hell and back. But do I dare pile on my pessimism and say Buffalo is going to win this division easily? Even though I'm not watching the game, I say, fuck that. <laughs> I believe that the Finns can somehow either lose a heartbreaker or they pull it out just like the Cowboys game. Uh-oh. So I'm putting my full faith in the Finns that at home, they can sub. They can just absolutely, as the underdog here, as a team that everyone's calling frauds and soft and all that. That I don't know, man. McDaniel um, is going to hopefully prove the narrative is wrong. Go in there with a depleted roster, and flex, and get a get the most important win of your entire career. So, all these wins, he's had a lot of good wins so far, or a lot, a lot, a lot of a lot of fun wins. But this is the game he has to win. Or fans are going to be, you know, meeting on him when, with the inevitability of going one to the playoffs. So, yeah, man. Dolphins team is bad. We get it done. This is the game that matters. This is our Super Bowl before the actual Super Bowl. We have to win this game. Go Fins. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? What? I'm going to do the exact same thing you're doing. Pittsburgh is a favorite against... The darn Ravens. We beat the Ravens last time. Let's not forget. Right. We are one of the threes in 13 and three. There I say, Joey Porter Jr., the king of the North as he self-proclaimed himself because he is a lock, I think, for rookie of the year, defense rookie of the year. Give it to him. There I say, we're going to go to Shelford Bowl. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to get the win. You see, Without Lamar Jackson over there, I'm going to go call my relatives over in Baltimore, and I'm going to tell them to go to Primati Burgers and get themselves a Roethlisberger sandwich just for the fact that they are not going to beat the Steelers. We're going to go to Shelford Bowl. Rudolph's going to gas the North Pole, and by North Pole, I mean the Shelford Bowl. <laughs> yeah, if the Ravens are going to be sitting a lot of their starters, um, it'd be the Steelers' yeah. chance to really... Um at least win by four points. That's not too big a spread. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if they pull through. I, we'll uh, see if my fans can pull through. I, this uh, this week, man. Yeah, this week's going to be tough. And I trust Pittsburgh to come through in a close. And those, how those AFC North games go, man. I trust it, man. You got any final thoughts, my friend? Final week of the NFL season, buddy. It's been quite a blast. A lot of ups and downs. But let's finish uh, Let's finish hot, man. So um, win or lose next week. Um, it'll be great talking playoffs. Um, happy New Year to those I've not said to on podcasts or in real life. Of course. Um, so, yeah, I hope uh, all of you reach your goals. And, yeah, I, I cannot wait because these playoffs are going to be freaking amazing. Oh. This parody is insane. It's going to be great. We're going to love the national title game. And we got more on the horizon. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes number 19 edition of the Frasier Football Podcast. Thanks again to my buddy Azuz for sitting down with me all throughout this season. It's been a fun stuff with him, and I love the fact that we're going to keep this going. Make sure you check out our podcast. Uh, you can get it on podbean.com or furriesandfootball.podbean.com. We are also 
heard on iHeartMedia and Player FM. We will be getting very soon enough. We are going to be getting connection to Apple Podcasts. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, I am Andy Jones, my partner, Mr. Juice Pegasus. Till next time, we hope you enjoy the football. Happy New Year. We are out of here.